0: Here are some clips from this week's deep dive episode of the bestseller experiment for Patreon subscribers. Hello and welcome to the Bestseller Experiment, a special deep dive episode that we record exclusively for our patrons on Patreon our, and our academies on the Bestseller Academy. And my special guest this week is Jenny Garris, Managing Director at Bookachor. Jenny previously worked at uh, Penguin Random House and Pam McMillan as a commercial fiction publisher. Before com- becoming an editor, she also worked in marketing and digital marketing. Uh, we're going to be looking at what makes Bookachor different to other publishers and answering listener questions. But Jenny, welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
1: Thank you. Um, I'm fine and very happy to be
0: here. Lovely stuff. So, Bookature, we've had lots of Bookature authors on the podcast before. Um, they all seem deliriously happy to be, be, be with Bookature. We've seen some amazing success stories. Let's talk about what it is that makes Bookature different to what we call now traditional publishing. Uh, and what what is it that, and having worked for both. I think you know ideal position to sort of tell us what attracted you to Bookature and, and how you've managed the change in coming to Bookature as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So people do ask this question a lot because it was a, a big change I made when I joined Bookature I moved from Penguin Random House, which is obviously the biggest publisher in the country, to Bookature which at the time was an independent publisher. We weren't yet part of Hachette and I think I was the fourteenth member of the team to join. So <laughs> It was definitely a big change. And so people do ask this question and I normally start my answer by explaining how much is actually the same. Like there are a lot of things that are different about our model as a publisher, but there are also a lot of things that are very, very similar. So for me personally... I am still working on much the same sorts of books that I have worked on throughout most of my career, which is commercial fiction of various sorts, from women's fiction to crime thrillers, to book club fiction to historical fiction. Um the books the books are the same, not the same books, but the same sorts of books and Much of the editorial process is the same. So when I joined Bookature, first I wasn't the managing director, then I was a publishing director, so I was working much more closely with authors on their books. And a lot of that process was the same process I'd been through at my job at Penguin, at my job at Pat McMillan, i.e. finding commercial books that I think readers will love and buy and editing those books to make them as good as they can be. And designing covers for them, not myself, obviously, (laughs) with designers, (laughs) um, writing copy for blurbs, all that sort of publishing piece, the process is really remarkably similar. So I, I always say that because I think... Not everyone necessarily knows it and might think that the whole process is different and we edit books in a different way. like we don't. a lot of the process is the same. So really the points of difference start there, start once once the book is edited and ready to be published in terms of how we get it to its market mm-hmm. and its readership. And so the most obvious thing to say, and some of your your listeners will know this, um, but I'll I'll say it anyway in case not everyone does, we are a digital publisher. Um, And what that means is our primary formats are ebook and audio. We do also publish print-on-demand paperbacks, which means you can go to Amazon and buy any of our books as paperbacks on Amazon, but they are not sold into bookshops in the same way and distributed in the same way. So that's the sort of first immediate difference for Mm. the reader is is just the the format, how most of them are reading or listening to our books. so then that obviously influences a lot of the other things that we do and why we do them. So most of our marketing, I would say all of our marketing, really, um, and publicity is online mm. rather than print. So Facebook, Amazon, for example, and those are advertising tools that are used by all publishers now. That's very much not unique to bookchure anymore, but just in terms of focus, our focus is always digital Um, because that is where our readership is. There are a number of other things that because of how we publish, we are able to do that not all publishers are. And one of the things I talk about most often, because it's one of the things I feel makes us unique, is our ability to test and change things Mm. if things aren't working. So obviously every book we publish, we hope it will be a huge bestseller, and some of them are, but not all of them are. or not all of them are immediately in some cases. And what we have the ability to do that a traditional publisher does not is we can test and change things. So once something is live on an online retailer, we don't just publish it and leave it. We tweak it all the time to make sure that it's as strong as it can possibly be. So that is from sort of very small, simple changes to the retailer description or the blurb, you know, as more quotes come in from readers, we add them as we can change things. We can change things as we want. So if we feel that maybe a book isn't selling as well as it can, the first thing we look at always is, can can we present this differently? Is there something that isn't resonating here with how we're selling it to readers? Do we need to approach the blurb from a different direction or think about how it could be stronger? So that's a sort of Relatively simple, small change we we make a lot, um, but right up to bigger, more complex changes to titles and covers, we sometimes test two alternate titles against each other and see which title is more popular, and then change a title if it if an alternative title wins. And this is when I talk about this. This isn't something that the sort of rest of the industry is stupidly failing to do. It's obviously just not possible if you've Mm. shipped a load of books out to Tesco or Waterstones or wherever to bring them all back, (laughs) change the book's title and send them back out again. So it's just an advantage that we have because our model works in the way that it does that means we can make make those changes. And there have been instances where we've done things like that and it has hugely improved a book's performance and got it to a whole new readership. It's really interesting to see how much those things can impact. Oh, I, I can. So that's an example.
0: I mean, I can tell having worked in traditional publishing and having seen what you've done with that. We've all wished that we could we could bring them all back and rejacket <laughs> them and, and retitle them many many times. So it is uh, it is an amazing thing to see, and we do know it works as well. The the author in in that. The author has consulted throughout those changes as well, because I can imagine it can be quite, you know, if you're an author, it can be a bit distressing to see covers change. Yeah, title Yeah, it, ca- it
1: can be a tricky process because obviously sometimes authors are very attached to their book's title and or mm. cover. Alternatively, sometimes they're not. You know, sometimes an author was never sure about a particular title mm. or not sure about a particular cover and actually having the opportunity to t- actually test that with the market and the readership and see if it works is very much welcomed um so it really differs from situation to situation but we always make decisions based on data um that that's another sort of big bookture selling point like we always make decisions about how we publish based on the huge amount of data that we have from our existing publishing so we try really hard not to just say, oh, I I prefer that cover. Let's go with that one. We look really forensically at what is working in the market and why and what has worked for us and what hasn't and make decisions on that basis. And then if we need to, if something isn't working to actually test to back up our assumptions rather than just going on personal preference. Um,
0: And that data, is that Mainly sales data, you know, you'll test it, see if there's an increase in sales, if there isn't, it's 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 that uh, simple as it
1: Yes, can. exactly. We can look at sales data and we can also, through some of our advertising platforms, do a kind of A-B test. So I advertise one version of a cover.
0: You can help support the podcast. Subscribe today at bestsellerexperiment.com slash support. That's bestsellerexperiment.com slash support. Thanks again.